Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for all of you. I have on Zoom with me right now Jason Brooks, and he played Jason Voorhees in both Vengeance 2 Bloodlines and Roseblood, a Friday the 13th fan film, and I'm assuming also the first Vengeance too, right? Yep. Absolutely. So how you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing good. Uh, I'm glad that uh, we can make this happen. Um, so the first question I got for you is, uh, how did you get your start into acting? Oh, in acting, it's uh, acting wasn't intentional for me. It, I started more behind the scenes. I grew up really liking the idea of behind the scenes, getting special effects magazines and mm-hmm. watching behind the scenes videos and um, always trying to see the stuff that happened behind the scenes. I was really interested in props and effects and costumes. And then as I started helping with films, um, when I got older, I just started becoming like background extras and then it kind of built up. And then um, a, a filmmaker I was working with, Todd Redinas mm-hmm. from TBR Video, he had a couple of roles. He's like, hey, would you like to be the monster? I was like, yes, I love to nice. you know put on costumes and be the monster. So right. I started doing that. And from there, it just kind of started snowballing. And um, as I kept working on projects, acting became one of the options for me. And and then um, it just kind of really started taking off once vengeance came along. Awesome. Awesome. So how did you happen to start your journey on becoming Jason Voorhees actor and stuntman for uh, multiple films? So I, um, I liked Jason and, and for one, one year on Halloween, I decided to, to make a Jason costume. Mm-hmm. And um, so I did, I made my own Jason costume and I, I did that. I was seen, I worked to a, a convention as well, a comic uh, convention and there was a haunted house that saw me there. They reached out to me a few months later and said, hey, we really loved the look um, you had. And would you come out? There's a Friday the 13th this October. Would you come out and hang out with us um, at the haunted house? And I was like, that sounds like a great time. So I did. Um, and then I started doing acting at the haunted house in the queue line. Um, from that point, you know, a lot of people came up and like, oh, my God, you look so great. You should actually be in the movies. You should go down to Hollywood. And it's like, yeah, you know. I would love that, but you know, where's that opportunity? It doesn't come to you, you know? So, right. and there was no Friday the 13th being made, the lawsuit going on. And then I heard about mm-hmm. uh, Friday the 13th mythos being filmed by Jeremy Brown out in Idaho in Brown Space Films. So I reached out to them and auditioned for it and got nice. the part. And then nice. it nice. kind of snowballed from there. Nice. And we know Jason is tall. So I'm assuming you're tall. <laughs> I'm 6'5. Nice, nice. Yep. That's awesome. Um, so for those unaware, um, I, I'm not sure if Vengeance 2 Bloodlines is out yet. I know Roseblood, a Friday the 13th fan film, is either out or is going to be coming out this month. Um, so yep. can you tell us what these two movies are about and where they can be seen and when? Yeah, absolutely. So starting with Vengeance, that one is out. That's on YouTube. You can look up F13 Vengeance on YouTube. Go find that. That one came out uh, in 2019. Okay. And then in um, for vengeance to bloodlines the sequel to vengeance that one's going to come out around the april may time frame right now we're looking at may um to get that all edited wrapped up and everything and um and vengeance that one is a sequel to part six direct sequel to part six basically ignoring seven eight nine x and freddy versus jason it just picks up with the tommy jarvis storyline nice. um kind of where they left off but 30 years later and we follow um tommy jarvis's daughters Tommy Jarvis has gone missing. They go out to go into Crystal Lake to go find him. And um, they try to see where he went. And so that's Vengeance. Vengeance 2 kind of carries that story forward a little more. 
And then we get some answers to Vengeance 1. In Roseblood, that one is completely separate from Vengeance. That one directed and written by Peter Anthony and Peter Anthony Productions. And that one uh, is a direct sequel to Part 7. And Thanks. so that Part 7, you know, fan favorite, Kane Hodder's entrance as Jason. So I get to be the Kane Hodder version of Jason in this. And that one is also another 30 years later um, after the events of Part 7. And it brings back uh, Lark Park Lincoln as Tina, Terry Kaiser as Dr. Cruz, um, Kevin Spiritus um, as Nick. So it's, it is a direct sequel to that one. And what has happened to Tina? Where has she been since Part 7? What happened after she left the, um, the scene, you know, in Part 7? So it picks that up. And that one does, that one comes out at the end of the month here in November. Um, the weekend after Thanksgiving is the premiere. Um, nice. out in Connecticut. So there's still nice. tickets available, a couple left. Um, so awesome. if anyone wants to go check it out. Awesome. Yeah, I had uh, Laura Park Lincoln on my show, was it a couple weeks ago or so? And we were promoting, obviously we're talking about Friday 7 and we promoted uh, Roseblood as well. Um, and uh, she's a very nice lady. Um, I had Terry Wonderful. Kaiser on. But uh, I had Terry Kaiser on before Rosebud was even thought of probably or even started filming. Uh, had him on about two or three years ago. And uh, nice. I, I would love to have him back on even to talk about it. Um, that's one thing I'm really curious about. How does Dr. Cruz come back? He's dead. Uh, <laughs> so that's what I'm really curious to, about. You'll have to wait and see. So you'll I can't wait to, wait to see this and see how that how he comes back. Is he a vision? Is he a, is he really alive? I don't know. I'm about to find out and I can't wait. So yep. uh, I, that's definitely one of my big answers, my big questions that I have. Um, so is there a different a different way that a difference in the way you portray Jason Voorhees between both Vengeance and Vengeance 2 as well as Roseblood? Like, how do you differentiate yourself between the two Vengeances and Roseblood? Yeah, good question. Um, there's definitely a difference. And in, in, uh, let's start with Roseblood. In Roseblood, that is, you know, sequel to Part 7 where, you know, we have Kane Hodder. And if you're a fan of part seven and you want to see a sequel to part seven, you want to see Kane Hodder's version of Jason. Yeah. Um, you know, fans of Kane Hodder are, are big fans and they will tear you apart if you don't do it right. So we spend a lot of time and effort to make sure that the motion, the movements and everything were, were Kane Hodder style. And, um, and we get that vibe. So uh, we did quite a bit there. I'm um, Peter Anthony, a big Kane Hodder fan um, and also a big part seven fan. So, as he was directing, he was making sure that as we were doing it, if I fell back into my vengeance, Jason style or anything like that, he's like, no, 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 no. Got to do Kane on this one, you know, do this. So he was really good in helping me make sure that I was performing correctly. Um, and uh, I did a, quite a bit of research. I watched all of his uh, films again, um, just to kind of watch his mannerisms and, and his interviews again, to make yeah. sure that I was trying to get in his mind mm -hmm. for vengeance. That one, going back in time as soon as i got the part i i started doing my own research i watched all the movies again i started watching i watched like 36 hours worth of interviews behind the scenes with these actors because i didn't want to just mimic their movements i wanted to get in their head and i wanted to see like what were they thinking what's their mindset when they're playing jason so that way um because i'm not going to mimic every movement they do i'm going to have different scenes different kills and so i kind of want to be like well, when they what they were as an actor put up in front, you know, the camera with this kill, how would they do it? What's their mindset with this? So that I could do something similar. And so I was doing that and I was really trying to figure out what to do. So um, when I went and met CJ at his home um, before filming, I asked him same thing, like tips, tricks, what do you do? You know, and he gave me the, the tips about 
walking, every footstep has power and you lead with your chest. And, um, and he didn't breathe. He held his breath because he was dead, Jason. And then talking with Steve Dash, we went to his house and we did some filming and he played Jason part two. Mm-hmm. Um, and Steve's, Steve's response was, you just fucking walk. You just walk, you know, you put on a mask and go like right. he, uh, cause being the first Jason, it was funny cause yeah. he would, um, rib me a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, about, it's just, it's easy. You just put on and walk and go, but we were at dinner on one of the last nights of filming. And I was like, you know, Steve, it's easy for you to say that because you were the first adult Jason. I said, every other person mm-hmm. has to be Jason after you've already established what that is. So yeah. whatever you did, you know, is going to carry on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, you know what? If all these years I've been doing this and having this thing, and I've been telling that story about you just put on the mask and walk. Yeah. That's the first time I've been challenged on it. What, you know, he's like, how come <laughs> that makes so much sense? You're right. You know, it's like, there are other people who come after and he was the first. So, um, but at the end of the day, we went back to his house and he called me over to the, on the couch. He's like, Hey, come here. I'll talk to you a second. Can I give you some advice? And I was like, yeah, please. You know, of course. And he said, I know you've watched all these videos. I know you've researched all of us. You've talked to all of us. You're trying to figure out what to do. Can I give you one piece of advice on that? I was like, absolutely. And he's like, throw that shit out the window. Just be yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, he says, don't be me. Don't be CJ. Don't be Kane. Don't be Ted white. Don't be Richard. You no, know, don't just mm-hmm. be you. You be the first Jason Brooks, Jason Voorhees. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and don't, don't care what we did. Um, he said, uh, do you think that Richard Brooker, Ted White, or any of them looked to me, uh, my performance to see what I did? You think CJ looked at them to do his? Did Kane look? Did you think Kane cared about anyone before him? No, they all did their own version, and that's what makes them all lovable. That's what makes them fan favorites. Is they all? Everyone has their favorite Jason for a different reason. Just be yourself. And uh, so, for the first time, I was like, "Wow, you know, that's that's huge." Mm-hmm. And so I did. So every time I got on set, anytime I was wondering. Like, what should I do here? What should I do? How should I do this? I really kind of took Steve's words. And uh, and so Steve was with me the entire time of filming, in a sense, because nice. uh, and CJ as well. And I just really did that. And I let go and just be my version of Jason. And in the end, through all the interviews and all the people I've met and everything where people talked about me being Jason or what their opinion is of my performance, um, everything that I've encountered has been positive. And they've said, you know what, you seem to be this amalgamation of all of them you have like my favorite parts of all the different jasons and you move this way like kane you move this way like cj you have this stature like like ted white and you do this like richard brooker and you yeah. you know so all these things came through and it was it was really uh it's really flattering yeah. and uh and i feel really blessed that i was able to pull that off by just that's letting awesome. go and uh listening to steve that's awesome that's awesome and i apologize if i'm yawning i, I have these 4 30 a.m work wake up calls <laughs> oh, no, you're good. You're good. It's, it's, it's almost nine o'clock here. So it's basically close to my bedtime. So I just want to let you know I'm not bored or anything. No, it's all good. <laughs> um, so what is the hardest part about portraying such an iconic character? I mean, there's a couple things. I mean, okay. outside of the suit being uncomfortable, you know, it's 115 degrees outside and you're wearing all these layers of latex and silicone and <laughs> all that. Or it's 18 degrees outside and you're underwater and it's freezing. Um, just really the idea of, um, I remember the first day on set playing Jason, I was mm-hmm. talking to Jeremy Brown, the director of vengeance. Yeah. And I said, I had the realization like, wow, this whole thing rides on my shoulders. Like yeah. any other actor in the entire film can screw up. They yeah. can act poorly. They can be bad. But if I'm bad, 
the whole thing is gone. Yeah. You know, it's it's if Jason is bad, the whole film is terrible. And every other actor can be the most amazing Oscar award winning actor, but if they hate the Jason, they hate the movie. Yeah. So it's like there's a lot of pressure there to do it right. And there's going to be people who, um, and as I've gone on, there's people who love you, there's people who hate you for no reason. They love you because you're Jason, they hate you because you're Jason. They don't know me, they don't, you know, some people never saw the film and they hate me for that. Um, and some people never saw it and love me for that. So it's, there's a lot there that you have to kind of reconcile. And it's, uh, yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. And look at like, for example, Jason goes to hell. A lot of people hate that just because Jason isn't really in it that much. Yeah. You know what I mean, so Jason, like, if you think about it, there's always a final girl. There's sometimes a final boy or a final guy, but there's, but they don't care about them as much as they do Jason. It's sad. Yeah. It's, it's not sad, but it's like, it's funny because Jason is this person you're supposed to hate because he's killing all these people, whether they're innocent people like Mrs. Shepard or, you know, um, or like Mrs. Jarvis, you know, he's killing these, these characters that, you know, you're supposed to love. He's also killing these characters that are breaking the rules, so to speak. But yeah. he's also the one that is loved the most. So you don't go to the movies to see, you know, a Tina Shepard or a Dr. Cruz or, you know, a Trish Jarvis or a Tommy Jarvis. You go to the, the see a Friday the 13th movie to see, okay, Jason's in this. How is he going to creatively kill these teenagers? Exactly. And I mean, all these characters like Dr. Cruz and Tina and everyone you mentioned, it would be nothing without them. You know, yeah. it's like if you don't have these lovable characters to, to die or yeah. to be in danger or for you to care for them, yeah. there'd be no movie. And Jason would just be walking around the woods and be very boring, you know. So yeah. but but it is it's very interesting that this person who's doing these horrendous things, right? You you love to hate or you yeah. just love and um, yeah. you root for him almost in a way. Absolutely. So but it's like if that one character is um bad, if Jason is not good, then you don't really care about the rest. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I, I remember the very first Friday the 13th I've ever saw was part mm -hmm. seven. It was the very first horror movie I've ever saw. I was like six years old. I was very young when I saw it. And uh, I remember uh, Laura Park Lincoln actually yelled at me for that. I would never let my kids watch, watch my movie <laughs> at that age. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, I remember that was the first movie I saw. And then I, I watched all of them from the beginning. Um, and then I watched all the Halloween's and Nightmare on Elm Street screams and all that stuff. And, uh, and, and this is, you know, this was always going up to Jason goes to hell. Cause I don't even think Jason X was out at the time. Um, because I was, you know, six years old. I think this was like, this is definitely in the mid nineties or so. Um, and uh, I remember um, when I, uh, when I seen uh, part seven, um, the, I didn't watch it like again for a number of years. I would say like at least 10, 12 years after six years old. And I remember uh, watching it um, when I was um, when like, you know, maybe I'd say late teens, early twenties, at least um maybe mid-teens something like that and uh i remember i didn't remember much of the movie and uh, i remember uh and then when uh, mrs jarvis played by sue blue when she got uh killed that death hit me harder than anything i've ever seen i don't know why but seeing her character get killed off was crazy like i couldn't believe it i was like holy crap like i, I was shocked yeah. and that's what we're going back to saying about these characters that you love and there wouldn't be a movie without them because without a Susan Blue playing on the Amanda Shepherd and being shocked by that death, it, it brings that shock factor. And I like a twist like that because you think she's going to survive with her daughter. You don't think that no one's safe. So I thought that was, that was exciting. You know, that's exciting. And uh, yeah. 
Um, I had her on the show actually last week and she, she, she had nothing but amazing things to say about it. And I mentioned to her about, um, about uh, Rose blood and about uh, it's kicking off after part seven and Tina's in it and everything, you know, Laura Park Lincoln's in it and everything. And uh, she said she was going to check it out. So uh, hopefully she does that. And uh, I would love to see a reaction to that. Nice. Yeah. So um, which Jason Voorhees from the original 12, like not including any of the fan films or anything like that. So which like original Jason Voorhees, which actor as Jason is your favorite and which Jason character, like mannerisms, look and everything is your favorite. Oh man. That's always hard. Cause you know, being friends with, uh, with several of these guys, it's, it's yeah. hard to, to pick. It's like picking yeah. your favorite kid. Yeah. Um, I really like the look of part seven. I like yeah. the exposed spine and, and things like that. That looks yeah. really brutal. Um, I loved uh, CJ in part six. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I really loved the zombie Jason, you know, coming back. That was scary to me. Um, a lot of people like say that they thought that the human Jason was more scary because a human could do that. But I always found that the zombie Jason was yeah. more scary to me because you can't kill him and he's not mortal. And, and no matter what you do, he's going to come back. Um, so you can't keep him down. And, and I really liked how, uh, CJ just kind of went through that and he was just as powerful undead right. uh, monster. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think that those are my favorites uh, if I have to narrow right. it down, but I liked a, a lot about um, three and four as well. So yeah. Ted White is definitely my favorite um, yeah. I, I, in terms of the way he portrays the character. Cause I always thought that Jason was really scary. Um, just be, like look wise i thought the the sack head jason was always scary because imagine a, a psychopath with a freaking potato sack on your head coming after you like that's kind of creaky but uh compared oh, yeah. to a hockey mask but uh i thought that ted white really portrayed a great jason just when it, it always puts a tingle in my spine when he's chasing trish from one house to the other with the lightning striking in the background and he's just running after her menacingly like that just is freaking scary as hell um, oh, that killed yeah. it, yeah. Yeah, but I love Kane Hodder's look the best, uh, part seven, definitely. Um, I really thought that was the best. Um, and uh, I, I don't know, I just, I, that spine, like you said, is amazing. It really is. And I mean, looking back right behind you, I mean, you see that, that Jason right there, and I love it. It's just, it really is an absolute uh, brilliant look. And John Carl Buchler did an amazing job, you know. Oh, so good. Doing, doing, doing a good job with that movie. It's a shame that it really got chopped by the MPAA like it did really yeah yeah Yeah. um so which friday the 13th film is your favorite and why i would go with six um you know i've got i've got some um love for some of the other ones too like they're not fan favorites like i love freddy versus jason because of my experience with it for the first time being in the theater um jason x was a lot of fun i saw that and i saw both of those in like a media pre-release before it got out to the public and so there was a lot of high energy and a lot of fun um Mm-hmm. the freddy versus jason they handed out masks you get to pick your jason mask or your freddy mask and which yeah. side you want and everyone cheering in there so it was really good energy and mm-hmm. and so i i have that is what sits with me on the movie um yeah. more so than the content and the story but part six it was uh the first one i saw that made me love the franchise mm-hmm. and it's and I, what i love about it is it's got the horror it's got the scares it's got the tension and it's got humor so yeah. that way you can, you know, you can come up and, and yeah. down. So you have a, a yeah. bigger roller coaster to ride rather than just something that's all scary. I love how they did the humor because it wasn't to a point that is cheesy and corny and just obvious. Like it, it was done very sophisticatedly. 
Yeah, it's it it really sophisticatedly done cheesy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like just the the little humor, like for example, him resurrecting as Jason, you know, and then also like what were you going to be when you grew up? And, you know, just like um, the fact that, uh, you know, they used like Karloff and, you know, Cunningham Road and, you know, all that yeah, stuff. All Carpenter, the Count of Carpenter. Like they, they used those references were even great. So like they really, and they, they put it in, and I, I really enjoyed how they did that. Um, yeah. I think my favorite would be part seven, just because of nostalgia, uh, nostalgia reasons. Um, because I, that was the first movie I've ever saw. So it was like one that got me into the franchise. It got me into horror. Um, but yeah. six is, de- but in terms of like, I guess, overall quality, I think six for those two are, are very close to number one for me. I think oh, the, 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 they're really good. And I mean, you can't go wrong, especially with the first six. The first six are amazing. And I'll even include seven in that. Eight, it could have been better if they had the budget for it. Um, yeah. But I understand budgetary reasons really messed things up. And I mean, they they had the plan to go into New York a lot more, but they didn't do it because they didn't have the money for it. And you can't do it if you don't have the funds, unfortunately. Yeah, but it's still fun to watch. It is. It really is. I I, I still enjoy it. I mean, I'll still watch it, obviously. Like, I absolutely love Friday the 13th. That's one of my favorite franchises out there. It's, it's like it's childhood for me. <laughs> absolutely um, yeah so the last question i got for you is uh do you have any other projects in the works that you would like to promote to the listening and viewing audience oh yeah i've got several more um i just finished a film called zombiegeddon okay. um that'll be out on amazon sometime in the future it's a it's, it's a crazy horror comedy sci-fi movie that has aliens and zombies and covid yes. and <laughs> serial killers and all kinds of stuff where i i play the the main alien um I've got a movie coming up called Watchdogs that uh, will start filming. There's Giggles the Clown that's going to start filming again. Okay. Um, the Barn Part 2 uh, was in, in that. So check that out. It's a sequel to the original Barn horror movie. Okay. Um, Park Dead, The Awakening. Uh, and uh, several more that I'm working behind the scenes. I'm doing, um, helping with some makeup and effects things. So Nice. Awesome. Awesome. And, and then, uh, good. Of course, The Roseblood comes out in a couple of weeks. Absolutely. And I'll definitely be checking that out. And uh, for those that are watching this, say a year from now, if they come across this interview and uh, you want to see what Jason is up to, um, you can check out his IMDb page. I'm sure that'll be updated with any other products that he has in the works and that he has coming out future, past and present. Absolutely. Awesome. Well, I thank you, Jason, for joining me. Well, thanks for having me, man. Yep, not a problem. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks. You too. Yep. Bye. Bye.